So in our final devotion dealing with Proverbs 26 verses four and five, I wanna introduce this term. This is called presuppositional apologetics. And I've got some great resources that I recommend you dig into further. This is a, a field of apologetics you really, really love. Uh, Ray Comfort has a great series of resources around this uh, called Answer the Fool. And it's based on exactly this. Presuppositional apologetics, as you can probably break the word down etymologically, you see like pre means before. Suppo is in supposition, as in what do you suppose? Presuppositionalism looks at the suppositions you had to make before you got to the debate table. In order to come to the table beforehand, pre, as in presuppositionalism, you came to this table kind of skipping some crucial steps, my skeptical friend. Uh, you just acknowledge that uh, I'm never gonna be able to answer where the universe came from. I don't know what happens after we die. Uh, there's kind of meaninglessness in all of life, and yet I'm gonna come to this table and debate now. Even though I exist and I can't explain why. Even though I know morality is real, even though there's no purpose in anything, I've just come to the table for debate. Like Jeff Durbin says to his friends with whom he debates, wearing a shirt under his suit jacket, asking, so what? <laughs> it's true, by coming to the table to debate, they've already violated their own presuppositions. The presuppositions of the Christian worldview, this would be refusing to answer the fool according to his folly, is that we have been created by a loving God. We live in a sin-stained world, but there's a redemptive plan through Jesus. And there's hope for everyone who confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, who believes in their heart that God raised him from the dead, that you could be eternally redeemed forevermore. We know where we came from. We know where life came from. We know where morality came from. We know the purpose of all this, and we know where it's going. Those are our presuppositions. Those are pretty important questions to answer, and we have them all answered for us by the word of God. The presuppositions of the atheist, however, are I'm gonna skip step one, because I know the moment I try to argue anything that could have imbued mass into the universe, anything that could have brought something from nothing, I'm ultimately gonna have to answer in the form of something theistic. I'm gonna have to become a deist in order to answer that question, so I'm just gonna perpetually skip it. The question of origins is the most important question in the whole process, but they skip it. And when it comes to morality, if I believe in a self-generating universe, inexplicably self-generating universe, like stardust is just careening through empty blackness, there's no really such thing as, there's not really such thing as morality. I can't really explain where it all came from, but I'm gonna act like a moral person nonetheless. And also, if we're just space dust careening through empty blackness, there's no point to any of this. Nonetheless, I'm gonna act passionate about my cause and come to the table and take a moral stance to argue for something that has no purpose. By showing up to the debate table, they have proven an inconsistency with their own presuppositions. You answer the fool according to his folly, lest he become wise in his own eyes. This is what Jeff Durbin does in the debate stage by saying, my opponents have demonstrated a lack of belief in their own stance just by showing up today. Like the fact that you came to argue proves that you don't really believe. You, you, you don't really hold to atheism. You answer the fool according to his folly to show him the foolishness of his own implications and then you refuse at times to be able to show them how it looks through the biblical worldview. This is presuppositional apologetics. There's nothing like the Christian worldview because you know ultimate origins, you know morality, you know purpose, you know where we're going.
all of the most important presuppositional questions are perfectly answered in the Word of God and the Word of God alone. There's no other ancient text that comes remotely close to this. So when it comes to a presuppositionalist debate between a Christian and anyone else, it is a remarkably unfair fight. This is presuppositional apologetics. In our coming week, we're going to talk more about other approaches to apologetics, including evidentialism. I'll see you then.